The 4AM Club. Today, Amy and I are having a casual chat about the term body positivity and what that means in motherhood. Enjoy. Hi, Danny. Hello, Amy. <laughs> oh, man, I'm excited for today's chat. It's such a big topic, and I think it really impacts so many moms. And it's something I struggle with on a daily basis. And I can't wait to chat to you and hear your opinion about stuff. I have always struggled with body positivity and always been on a, a journey with my body. But coming out of motherhood, I have had such a different relationship with my body. And I was just thinking today about body positivity and what it actually is. And we're in this era where everyone is told to be body positive and accept your body and it's so lucky no matter what size or shape they are. But what is, you know, is there an authentic body positivity or are we just saying we're body positive to like fake it till we make it? How do we truly feel about our bodies and what makes you truly body positive? Here goes one of my strong opinions on this <laughs> thing of toxic positivity. And I think the, mm. the body positivity can very quickly fall into toxic positivity where it's not just about acceptance. There's, yeah. there's a dual thing. You can, you can learn to accept your body while still wanting to make it stronger, healthier, fitter, yes. more capable. Yes. And I think that's where that authenticity for me comes in is not just going well, I just need to accept it. I need to just accept mm. where I am. It's, I need to accept where I am so that I can love myself enough to take care of it in a way that isn't destructive. And I mm. think that starts with understanding what your fitness goals are really. If it is an aesthetic, yeah. media-driven, worth-driven, if you feel like yeah. you're only worthy because of your body... If your drivers yeah. are negative, then that needs to be addressed before the physical yes. steps can take place. I love what you talk about toxic positivity. I think what I'm feeling is that there's so many people who are saying they're so body positive, but I'm like, but are you really? And what is body positivity really? You and I are both fit moms. Mm. So I'm coming into it with like, I try as best as I can to look after my body, make it as healthy as possible and be as comfortable in my body as possible. So before motherhood, you're a certain way and you're a certain fitness and a certain healthiness. Mm -hmm. And then you go through pregnancy and everyone's got different expectations and feelings and experiences of pregnancy. But for me, I loved it. I loved my belly getting bigger. I know you loved it. I loved how my body changed and you totally embrace it and it's so exciting and there's this new life growing in you. It's wonderful. And you still have a measure of control somehow over mm -hmm. your body. And you are in a position of control in that you are looking after this baby in you and you are making healthy decisions for the baby and for your body as well. And then you have the baby and your body is so radically difference and I can't think of another word other than devastating you're left there no one people try to prepare you but you're not prepared for what happens to your body and no matter how body positive you are there's that period where you're absolutely devastated with your body and then the rest of the journey is trying to come back to terms with your body and try to take control of your body again and how are you feeling 
I've seen on 4AM Club how many moms are struggling with this mm. um, and how our bodies have changed so much, how our fupa is, what fatty upper, what fatty, what's it called, a fupa? What um, fatty? Fat upper pubic area. <laughs> yeah, we all have that now, and that's a little friend that we carry around. <laughs> <laughs> Our bodies are so different. They function so differently now. And we make certain choices in motherhood. And, and I think I wanted to talk to you about what choices can we make through motherhood that brings us back to body positivity? What can we do with our bodies and our psyche to overcome of some of this devastation? So as you were talking, you said something very interesting. You used the word function. And that was something that I was thinking too is the struggle is that the function of your body at the time that you are struggling have different purposes. Mm -hmm. So the reason people love being pregnant is because the function at that point is to grow another life and everyone embraces mm -hmm. that, that the body's doing that. Once that changes and you're no longer growing the body, you're now sustaining it. Mm -hmm. I think because there's such a lack of understanding of what that means to people who don't have children, because so many of my friends without kids just have yes. no idea how intense some of these phases are. And yeah. what happens is when the child is outside the body, the perception is that the body needs to go back to its old function without full understanding that the function mm -hmm. has changed. And yes. I think that's where that pressure comes in because you think now that the baby's outside, the function goes back to what it was, but it doesn't. The function shifts into sustaining and supporting mm. and holding and caring. And something that's become apparent to me as we've journeyed through this in our early days and now we are where we are, and I don't know if you find it the same way, but my body is recovering. It's slow, but mm. it is recovering. And in light of my whole life, mm -hmm. it's only two years. And yeah. something that came up in those early days around function was, you know, painful sex, which is something else that mm -hmm. people just don't talk about and how long it mm -hmm. takes you to feel like you want to use your body for that function yes. again. And when I was overseas, my friend said, her gynae told her that your libido returns after 18 months. And that's what oh, wow. I've personally found. And it was interesting we yeah. had a discussion because Nathan's now 20 months and it literally is only within the two last two months that yes. I felt, quote unquote, myself, aka yes. my old function returning to some degree yes. because Nathan now yeah. no longer needs me to sustain him in that same way. And so wow. now the uh. function with him is has shifted again and my body mm. has responded to that yeah that's amazing i've definitely had the same experience i'd love to talk to you about sex yeah let's do a whole other thing about that but yeah, yeah i think the practical mindset thing is the recognizing it's a stage thing mm. your body serves different functions through different stages and mm some of those stages will have long-term effects, mm. but the acceptance over time, I think like grieving anything 
And I do think mm. it's grief. I think it's grieving. You can grieve for your body that was and the function yeah. and the, yeah. the level of function that it operated on. For some people, yeah. they can't jump anymore. They can't go running. Mm. They can't do certain things because yeah. they had to sacrifice that through, through childbirth and yeah. pregnancy. For me, it's just time. Time makes it better. Yeah. And I, and I know that because I look to moms that have their 10-year-olds who are hot mommies. For some people, genetically, they've just been gifted yeah. with that. Yeah. That's amazing. Um, and I think there's a scale there. But there are things you can do to improve and time, time equals acceptance. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. And I think we also, especially as women, struggle with this thief of, compa- of comparison and uh, looking at each other and different moms bouncing back which is the worst, worst phrase word, bouncing yeah. back faster than other moms but then behind the scenes what is that mom doing okay maybe it's genetic but maybe she's taking ownership and controlling her body in a certain way and uh, I say the word controlling and it's got so many negative connotations but I really just mean like empowering yeah to take back control and take back this is my body and this is what I've gone through I went through a trauma event and I think mm-hmm. we forget that childbirth killed hundreds and thousands of moms mm-hmm. in the past and mm-hmm. still does childbirth is incredibly dangerous pregnancy is incredibly dangerous having a healthy normal baba is a miracle and you coming out of the other side and also being healthy mm-hmm. is a miracle so we go through childbirth like it's just a blip in our life and we're supposed to bounce back and we forget that it's this massive trauma event that our body and our psyches have gone through mm-hmm. And we have to win back that empowerment that we felt because we've been stripped from it. We've any trauma event you go through, you lose a part of yourself. You you become a victim to whatever happened to you, and you've got to fight back to get that wholeness back. Mm. And part of body positivity, I think, is that. What do you need to win that back? For me, it's often I need to get back into my creative flow because when I'm there, I completely forget about my body and mm. I become so happy about what I'm creating with my body and how my body is creating with me and we're able to achieve these goals, then my body becomes its instrument again. It becomes that powerful Mm. instrument that I can use to do this instead of sitting and worrying about how much I weigh and how much I'm eating and binging and all this nonsense. Yeah. On the topic of comparison, I was thinking about that today. Do you remember that advert for some shampoo where the girls all go into the bathroom and they all start longing for each other's hair. Oh, I wish I had such straight hair. Oh, I wish my hair was long. I wish my hair was dark. I wish my hair was that curly. Mm. Change the things that make you feel insecure into inspiring Mm -hmm. things. So Mm -hmm. it definitely goes hand in hand with Arika's podcast on intuitive eating. But her suggestion to unfollow people that you don't find inspiring because there is a difference between being made to feel insecure and incompetent and inspiring. Mm. So for me, when there is a mom who is working really hard to take ownership again of her body, to bring it back to that place where she feels comfortable Mm. for herself, not for anyone else's sake, for herself, I think that's important. Instead of going, oh, you know, blah blah mm-hmm. blah bitch 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 she probably doesn't eat she probably doesn't yeah. spend time with her kids instead of being negative about it be inspired by it 
And yeah. you inspired me with that when I came and stayed with you for the weekend and we went for runs together. Yeah. I love that there was a way you did that that wasn't come, let's go for a run because we're both going to be fat and undesirable <laughs> if we don't. It was just like we run because it's a nice thing to do for ourselves and yeah. for our bodies. Yeah. So that yeah. would be my thing is change that comparison or identify who you're comparing yourself to and yeah. learn from that person's discipline in that area. Mm. So the same way mm. I look to each mom in the group and I take Alison's approach to being oh. an excellent, intentional parent, I could step yes. back and go, oh, you know, like she she's really intense about <laughs> development. And instead, I'm just like flip like she she yeah. lights the fire up my butt to be intentional about Nate. And that's why I love this podcast, because I never wanted to be a they're making mm. me feel bad. I wanted to be flip. They've really made me think about yeah. it. And so I think that's the difference in mindset between. I want to be better than everyone else. And so anyone who's better than me mm. makes me feel insecure instead of I want to surround myself with people that inspire me to become the next level version of myself. And if these moms yes. are doing it, then it can encourage me to know that I can do it too. Yes. And it takes you out of the self-pity. Yeah. This is where my like, I guess, hashtag Rogan vibes come in. But I'm not a fan of victim pity, self-pity yes. mentality. If you're feeling bad about stuff, do something change. to change it. Mm. If you can't change it, do something to change your attitude towards it. Mm. Absolutely. I think what I've also learned, and you know, loads of us grew up with moms that were constantly on diet, <sighs> like yo-yoing through diets. I was really grateful when I didn't have a girl. <laughs> I was like, I don't know how to not pass on my issues with my body onto a girl. But then, I mean, I've got a boy, which I had this prejudice that my boy will be fine no matter what my issues are. And like, I don't know where that came from because obviously he's still going to have whatever issues I show him. And I just so happened to have this very gentle little boy. And what I've realized I want to teach him is how we can use our bodies to have fun. Mm. So go for a run, go do yoga, go swim, kick a ball around, do handstands, whatever it is, be active with your bubba. And I know all the moms in our group are like that. And we all mm. are different shapes and sizes. And we're all coming at different points in our body and different feelings towards our body, but we're all active with our mm. bubbles. We're all getting down on the floor playing. We're all running around the lounge with them. We're all very active. Motherhood is a crazy active role that you're doing. So I think it's important to also take time and be grateful that your body is able to do these things and grateful to yourself that you are letting your body do these things, that you are expressing your body in ways and teaching your children how to use your body. I think we're just both you and I and probably most of the moms in the group are very intentional with how we're using our bodies and showing our bodies to our kids. And something that Taryn said in this last podcast also that came to mind is your body doesn't have to do what someone else's body can do. Mm. But if your body is good at being cozy, yeah. that physical expression be that. And that's where that individual mm. thing comes from is like be inspired but don't copy, be inspired, but mm -hmm. find what works for you and your dynamic. If it's getting your kid outside, mm -hmm. let that be it. I know for a fact, I'm going to be 
doing every single sport imaginable with me. Oh, totally. <laughs> <laughs> Just because we love games. That's our yes. dynamic in our household as Ben and I love playing mm. games, whatever that is, whether it's a board game or mm. a, like outside game. Frisbee. Frisbee, mm. like active sport. If it's more yoga and it's stretching and it's rolling around and it's mm. like whatever, like whatever your body was made for, I guess allow yourself to to really get it to the highest it can with what it can mm. do if you're strong challenge yourself to make it yeah. as strong so the body positivity where i think it's gone skew is it's this idea of just accept it for what it is and yeah. i don't think that's helpful because then you just yeah. sit in not wanting more for yourself i think yes. for me, body positivity is being positive about the fact that your body is unique and created uniquely to do certain things. You really hit the nail on the head. I think body positive is so tied up to figuring out what makes you tick, what mm. makes your body come alive, and mm. then fully embracing that and going for that. It's not about the same thing for everyone. It's not about being a number on the scale. It's not about fitting into a certain size of jeans. It's about what makes your body feel good. Mm. Do that. And don't be in, what's the word, like where you're purposefully ignoring if you know your body thrives on yoga but you're sitting lazy not doing yoga finding every excuse in the world not to do yoga that's on you like cut out time for yourself give yourself that beautiful time allow yourself to come alive and do your five minutes of yoga every day or whatever it is if it's snuggling on the couch or like I don't know what different things do those things that make you come alive and help you towards this body positivity maybe the last thing i would say but it might not be the last thing we'll see but <laughs> what i know from coaching is that the disconnect happens when we're not in touch with what our head and what our heart and what our body wants so mm -hmm. if you are in a space where you're feeling disconnected from your body then take that time out to figure out what does feel good and be yes. aware and explore and experiment because because for some of us mm -hmm. we know what we want to quote unquote get back to but if yes. that's shifted and we can no longer do those things then it's like okay well then what else can I do because instead of yes. longing for what was it's now changed but that's actually great sometimes when a door yeah. closes 500 open and you get mm -hmm. the opportunity to explore new exercises mm -hmm. like rollerblading or yeah. You know, if you can't do this, try this. And yes. I think it's that shift in mindset from like, poor me, pity, my body can't do what those bodies can do. And you're like, okay, but what can it do? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I know we've spoken about Taryn already, but I'm like a mega fan. Okay. I know. Um, <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, for me, I like to hone in on my body positivity or things that make me positive on my own. I like time away from mm. my child. And when I'm spending time away with my child running or doing yoga or swimming or whatever, that's when I really connect to my body and mm. I feel good mm. and I feel like I'm taking ownership. I'm being empowered. Mm. But Taryn goes for these cycles mm. uh, or long walks with Freya on her back. Taryn walks around the park like three times a day with Freya pushing a pram. And for me, that would tire me out. But it makes Taryn come alive and it mm. makes her love motherhood so mm. much. So it really is about figuring out what works for you. And then following that, chasing that, making it a real thing, making a priority in your mm. life. 
what are you going to prioritize to make yourself feel better? And something you've brought attention to is around the guilt or shame if you are someone who wants to connect with your body away from your kid. Because oh, you're, yes. still, you're still figuring out, and that's back to the head, heart, body thing. Part of that acceptance, I need to connect to my body by having time alone. Or mm. I need to accept that what makes me connect to my body is actually using it close to my child to maybe mm. embrace what it can do and what I want it to do and how I can do that. I think that guilt and shame thing is also something to be mindful of is what you mm. need is just what you need. It doesn't yeah. have to have a negative or positive thing around it. It's just a need. Yeah. And if you can figure out your need from an emotional and mental perspective, then the journey you can begin with your body shifts because there isn't a superficial thing desire to change it for superficial reasons mm. there's you deciding what you need and doing it for the right reasons because it's going yeah. to bring the kind of joy and connection and whatever you need in a way that's meaningful to mm. you and that's where the coaching for me is always just such a mind flip is where people go well I want you to give advice and I'm like what works for mm. me will not work for you you know? Yes, and I yeah. think a lot of moms don't give themselves space to do that. Yeah. Cut yourself out space. You are worthy of figuring out what you want. Figure that out and take time to do it. Don't lose yourself in motherhood. Find yourself again. Empower yourself. Come back to who you are. Yes, there's a season where you, you totally have to be everything to your baba, but don't forget you've got to be everything to yourself. You have to come first. Jeez, mic drop. Yeah. I think we can end there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, are you happy Danny. to end there? Yeah. I hope you found this as intriguing and controversial as I did. Until next time. <laughs>